Hello, everybody, and welcome to Breaking the Wall podcast. It's me, Brandon, and today it is a beautiful day here in New York. The sun is shining, and I I feel like I always talk about the weather whenever I'm uh, locked away in my, this is actually my back room where I record all the podcasts, which is my bedroom, um, but it's the furthest away from the street, so I get the least amount of New York City sounds, but it's also one of the darker rooms in my apartment, so I can see out the window and how beautiful it is, um, and it just makes me itch to go outside. But it is a beautiful day to also have tough conversations. I think there's never a great time to have tough conversations, but if you can have them on a sunny day, at least there's one positive thing happening, right? Um, but tough conversations are great. I haven't always felt this way. Um, I'm someone who hates conflict, and if I can avoid an uncomfortable conversation or an uncomfortable situation, um, I do. I have every sense, or I used to at least, I have every sense in my body to this day whenever I'm approached by like an uncomfortable situation or I need to have a tough conversation. I get itchy. I My hands come up towards my throat. I, it's like some kind of subli- um, not subliminal message. You know what I'm talking about. It's that subconscious. My like subconscious makes my hand come up to my throat to like protect myself. I'm not even aware of how... It happens or when it gets there, but midway through conversations, I'm like, and there it is, uh, just strangling myself. Um, but, you know, what I found is that these kind of conversations do a great job of building real and lasting relationships, or they can. They can build deeper connections and honestly promote more honest communication. And as you get older, you start to realize those are the relationships that you want to keep around. Um, or the relationships you get the most value out of. And today, the uncomfortable conversation or the tough conversation I want to talk about is how to have a conversation with your parents about your dreams, goals, and plans of dancing professionally or choosing a, choosing dance, dance as a possible and viable career path. Um, so my story, I mean, I grew up with my mom. And she has always very, she's always been the same. Uh, She's always been follow your dreams, but these are the things you need to be aware of. Um, Live your life, but these are the possible outcomes. Um, So she was, she's very much a realist. She grew up uh, or her career is in corporate America. You know, you work at the same job for most of your career. You get benefits, you get, um, a pension when you retire, all these sorts of things. So me coming to her and saying, I want to be a dancer that is super unstable or not unstable, but it can be super unstable. It's an uncertain career path. You know, she probably has those same feelings of like uncomfortable, like, oh no, every part about her is screaming, don't do this. Um, But that's how she's always been. I mean, I remember even growing up, I used to run around the neighborhood wearing crazy costumes. Um, More regularly, I'd wear a pair of pajama pants on my head and like tie the legs into like a ponytail uh, and go out and play in the neighborhood. And anytime I would do that, she would pull me aside and say, hey, Brandon, what you're doing, I love it. I want, if you like how you look and you're excited to express yourself in this way, go for it. 
I just want you to know that you might get made fun of. And if that did happen, if I did get made fun of and I came home crying, she was always there, which was um, ideal. But, you know, she would tell me what the consequences might be and then said, now go live your life. And I would go and out in my pajama pants and hope for the best and, you know, get to have that experience still. Uh, and that continued even when I wanted to become a dancer for real. When you start to graduate high school and you go into college and you're like, okay, I'm actually going to do this. You know, she said, well, Brandon, like this is, uh, it's going to be expensive to go to school. I want you to go to school and get your education in something that you want to pursue. But you got to make sure you have um, backup plans. Uh, you know, she had me get a second degree. Like that was part of our arrangement. If I went to school for dance, I had to get a second degree in something else um, just in case. And for me, I was like, I'm never going to use this other degree. But if you want me to get it, then I'll get it. And it was like the same price. So it's like two degrees for the price of one, which was nice. Um, but these are the kind of compromises we would make. But, you know, as I did get closer, there were more questions about how are you going to make this work? How are you going to be a dancer? And I mean, we have to understand parents have questions, right? They want to know how we're going to make a living. Uh, what if it doesn't work out? What do you do when you're done dancing or what we don't like to think about as dancers? What happens when you get injured or if you get injured? And they ask these questions, one, because they care. Hopefully, um, that's why. I'm sure, I'm hoping your parents aren't being malicious about it. Um, but honestly, they just spent the last 18 plus years paying for you to live, survive financially and um, emotionally. They've been at your side supporting you. And there, it's coming down to the wire now where it's like, okay, now it's your turn to support yourself. So, and I can't be there to do that for you. So you need, to, I want to make sure that you have a game plan moving forward. And I think it's super important to have a, to create this space, to have these conversations with your parents. Like I said in the beginning, like if we want to be closer to our parents, we want to have open communication we need to be able to express what's going on in our lives, what our plans are, what our goals are. So I wanted to share some ideas for you for when you start to maybe initiate these conversations or the conversations come up. Because if you are going into a career in dance, these conversations are more than likely going to be showing up. So the first thing you need to do is make sure you decide that you're going to do it. And you're going to make it work. You need to be, you need to believe that 100%. Um, you don't need to have everything figured out, but you do need to have an idea at least. Yeah, and you can go back to deciding the episode on deciding what you really want um, to figure that out and start asking yourself these questions. But these are questions that your parents or the people that care about you are going to want to know. Um, you know... You Maybe you're trying to figure out uh, where you're going to live, so have that ready, or you can have, this is where I'm going to work until I can really take off in my dance career. Um, I'll live here, apartment, city, any of that kind of stuff. And remember, one of the main things they're probably concerned about is if they're going to have to continue to pay for your life. And what we want to do is show them how we're going to get off what I call their payroll as quickly as possible. And that's one of our goals, right? We want to be able to support ourselves within our career. So things we can do is not sign a lease that 
um, we can't afford. Maybe we have parents who are going to help us out um, for a little while. They're going to, um, you know, maybe pay half of our rent or something. Or they said, okay, well, I'm going to pay for your rent for a year, maybe. That would be a really great thing. Uh, I wish I had that a little bit. But um, you can, if you're not on a lease that you can't afford or you don't think you'll be able to afford in a year, then you'll have all that time to save up money and you won't be overspending on rent and just digging yourself into a deeper hole. Um, you can make a deal with your parents so they don't feel uh, like the responsibility is going to fall onto them. Um, like those deals I just mentioned of like, hey, if you help me out for this, uh, for the next three months, I will be good to go. And then figure out how to make that deal a reality. And you know, if you're going down this path of wanting to be a dancer and be a successful artist, um, you need to have some skin in the game. So whether that means getting a side hustle for a while while you show that you can support yourself, prove to yourself that you can support yourself before you land the dance jobs you really want, or taking dance jobs that don't pay as well um, in order just to get some, you know, some experience racked up, but also working other jobs in the meantime. It's that it's so important to show yourself, not even just your parents, show yourself that you can do it and you can make it work if push comes to shove, right? And I think that's really what parents want to see or the people that have been supporting us. They want to go, okay, what happens when it does get tough? Can you stick it out, right? And when you're first starting your career, that's really the best time to do that, to show, to do the hard stuff to make it work. So in your conversations, make your goals clear. For me, they were always to get paid to dance. Yeah, I remember getting my first paycheck for dancing, and it's incredible. It feels so good, um, even if it's just like $200 or $300 for a week. Um, and then your other goal is to be off your parents' payroll. And if you're achieving those goals, and it makes you happy, and you're making it work, um, it doesn't have to make sense to your parents. It really doesn't. They don't need to be like, I get it, because they're not going to get it. They're not going to be you. They're not going to be living the life that you're leading, right? Um, but they do have to accept it, especially because you are making it work. You are supporting yourself. And that's the best you can ask for. Yeah, of course, we want their acceptance and we want them to acknowledge our career path as valid. Um, but if we are supporting ourselves and it makes us happy, it shouldn't matter what they think. Right. So keep that in mind as you move forward in your conversations. And I remember for me, my conversation with my mom really changed about, I guess, a year after I've been really grinding and hustling and um, trying to make this dance career work. Uh, I remember it was about a year later when I, I call her probably once a year just crying because all of a sudden everything has built up, like different jobs get a little tougher or I'm starting a new job or whatever it is. And I need, I usually take like a one quick five to 10 minute phone call just to cry. Um, but you know, those moments, I really actually noticed, uh, a change in our conversations where it was no longer, how are you going to make it work? And it changed to, she would say, Brandon, you're, you're going to make it work because you always do, right? So she wasn't asking, I don't know how you're going to do this, but she's seen it. 
she's seen me make my own way. She's seen me pay my own bills for over a year. Um, and now here I am stressed about, you know, life things. And she was there to be the person telling me that I'm going to be fine because I'm going to find a way to make it work because I already have. Showing me my past, showing me what I've already done to get to where I am. And that was a huge moment. And I'm hoping you all, as you move forward in your careers and you really dive deep into becoming a dance artist and um, achieving these goals and dreams, that's what you find also. So have those conversations with your parents. Remember, they have valid concerns um, because they know what it is to struggle. A lot of them have lived through multiple financial crises um, or have parents who were uh, working in the Great Depression or grandparents who went through that time um, back in the 30s. You know, like I said, their generation just grew up more traditionally and that's fine. But lifestyles like ours where we're going to go and try something that's really hard and put ourselves in um, what they view as unstable working conditions, um, lack of job security, right? It's our careers seem like fun to them. Um, they're going to be concerned. And the best thing that we can do is let them know confidently that we're going to make it work. And remember that the best reassurance you can give them is through action. Show them that you're already doing it. Right. And the sooner you can say, look at I'm paying for myself. I'm booking dance jobs. I'm creating dance jobs for myself. I'm making this life work. That's going to be all the proof they need. You living your life confidently is what I think it's going to take. And I mean, just to give you a little leave you with a little RuPaul quote, if they don't ease up, if there's the constant year after year, they don't understand. They're not listening. If they're not paying your bills, you don't have to pay them no mind. Yes, because in the end, this is your life. And the choices and decisions you make are going to affect how it turns out. It's not up to them anymore, right? If you're not living under their roof, you're not, they're not paying your bills. Of course, we want their support. But do we need it? No, right? You get to make the choices. It's up to you how your life turns out in this context, right? So wishing you all the best with those conversations. Remember that they are ongoing. It's not a one-off conversation. You'll start to see, you'll, I'm hoping one day you'll look back and be like, oh, wow, that was, was a tough conversation. And that was something we dealt with earlier, earlier on in our lives. But because of it, we are so much closer now. We, I can trust them with information. I can call them on my bad days, cry for a little bit and know it's not going to turn into oh, you need to stop dancing. Oh, this is not working out, right? We need to show that we can already do it, if not only for our parents, but for ourselves. Yeah. So enjoy those conversations. Enjoy figuring it all out. Um, If you do have any questions or want to let me know how this conversation is going for you, please reach out on uh, Breaking the Wall podcast on Instagram. You can also reach me directly at It's Brandon Coleman. And I can't stress this enough, but if you are loving these episodes, please write us a review. Um, Those are so important to keep this podcast going um, and charged and exciting. Uh, And it actually lets me know how we're doing. So if you do have a, if you do have some thoughts, some feedback, um, you can also just DM me those also. But thank you all so much for being here. 
and continuing to listen. And I will see you in another episode. Bye, everybody.